have a joke for you. I'm sitting down, so that means I can record. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Death by Music Podcast. I'm Jake, as always, here with Cassie and Alex. We've got a mini episode. Did you call me Alice? Alice? Sure. That's fine. <laughs> no. Say Alice it right. Alice Cooper. Special guest I was host. Alice Cooper once for Halloween. There you go. No. I, <laughs> he said Alex. I think... I don't know. Those oh, were my ears slurring? No, that, yes. <laughs> those headphones are real tight on your big ass head. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a bigger head than you. They are really tight on my big ass yeah. head. My big ass head. Ass head, yeah. It's the same um, thing. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, I was saying we have another mini episode here for you today uh, about Paula Abdul. And I want to I preface this by saying... We haven't recorded in a little bit. I don't know. It feels like it's been over a week since we've recorded because yeah. um, if you guys recall, I mean, this episode's coming out on August 23rd, but we're recording it during our little um, vacation break that we we took our mid-season like two-week break off, which has been so nice to not have to record and release and record and release and record and release right. to just have we're like just a little break. banking episodes, but... We're not like actually breaking. We're just writing mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. So it is still we're still doing a lot, but it is nice to have this tiny little break. Wow, Jake. You're welcome. Cool. So here we are. Oh, and also thanks to everybody who suggested a bunch of mini episodes. I think we'll probably go down the list afterwards and you guys can let us know. Which ones do you think would be great ideas? Because now we've got a whole ass list. We just have to figure out which ones are the best. This is from a Jezebel article by Rich Juzwiak. And it's called, Paula Abdul keeps talking about surviving a plane crash for which no record exists. And obviously this article is old, so just keep that in mind. It says... On Tuesday's episode of RuPaul's new talk show, Paula Abdul took to Ru's pink couch to promote her upcoming Las Vegas residency. In the process, she told the story she's previously told several times about about surviving a plane crash during her Under My Spell tour, which ran from 1991 to 1992. So she said... During the end of my world tour, the Spellbound tour, when I was traveling from one city to the next... In a small seven-seater plane, one of the engines blew up and the right wing caught on fire and we crash-landed. I didn't have my seatbelt on and I hit my head on top of the plane and that went on to... uh, She kind of trails off there and says, I withstood 15 cervical spinal surgeries and I had to take seven years off. And then I reappeared on American Idol. There are several remarkable things about this oft-repeated account that generally go unremarked. One is that this went entirely unreported at the time. A search of Nexus archives yields no news stories from the 90s about Abdul, who was at one point a bona fide superstar. Um, no, no stories about her surviving a plane crash or even being in a plane that required an emergency landing. Ditto that on a search of Google Books. The earliest mention of Abdul surviving a plane crash that I, as in Rich Jezwiak, could find was the May 20th, 2003 episode of Dateline. As she did on RuPaul, Abdul has consistently told this story to explain the chronic pain that led to a series of surgeries and explain her absence from the spotlight in the late 90s. Though her account as to whether this led to a dependency on painkillers has varied through the years. I think everyone kind of knows Paul Abdul been on some drugs, but she she says no drug ever worked for me, which is not denying that she's ever taken any. The lady's home journal profile said 
For the first time in 12 years, Abdul says she's no longer dependent on medication. All right. I guess I just don't think about her enough to have thought she would have done drugs. Like she's um, not. Did you ever see her on American Idol? Yeah. She always seems like she's drugged up. She's like just loopy. I don't know. She's fucking weird. I mean, you can be weird without being on drugs. But you sure. can be, but kind of helps to explain how she acts. Have you ever seen her talk? No, I never watched the American Idol, but I did hear about it. Yeah. I think I may have seen clips where she's just acting kind of In the later drunk. seasons? Because like season one, I think, was like crazy for everyone. And then people started just being on there just to be on there. No, I don't think she was on the later seasons. But the early seasons, like I remember watching that and she always seemed really fucking weird. And I just assumed she was drunk, but... Apparently, she may have been addicted to painkillers. Another remarkable thing is that none of the plane crashes in the National Transportation Safety Board's database remotely fits Abdul's description, given the possible dates when such a crash allegedly took place. Abdul wasn't so specific on RuPaul, but in previous tellings, she's pinpointed the date of the accident as occurring between the St. Louis and Denver stops on tour. A St. Louis Post-Dispatch story that ran June 21st, 1992, placed the date of her St. Louis performance on June 19th of 1992, and that was Paula Abdul's 30th birthday. An Entertainment Weekly report about the summer of 92's tours mentioned a June 22nd Abdul concert at Fiddler's Green in Englewood, Colorado, which is about six miles outside of Denver. In a 2014 Hudson Union Society interview, Abdul said she had just finished on stage and she boarded her flight. And then 30 or 40 minutes into it, um, there was some trouble. The quote says about 40 minutes into the flight, an engine caught fire. This is what she said in 2005. Um, and then another, another time on Larry King Live, she said 35 minutes into the air, leaving St. Louis, going to Denver, an engine blew up, right wing caught fire on the other end, and the crash landed in flames in a cornfield. The whole plane was in flames is how she described it to the Hudson Union Society. Abdul told King that there were no fatalities. Her account of banging her head against the plane ceiling has also been consistent. So these are things that like line up in all of her retellings. Maybe she hit her head so hard she just can't remember time well. I guess. <laughs> but I, I think it's interesting that the plane, she says the whole plane caught on fire, but we've covered plane crash stories and those, those ones are deadly yeah. as fuck. So yeah, and have no fatalities. That that doesn't yeah. match up at all. Thirty and also thirty to forty minutes into the flight, that means you're at altitude. Yeah, and so you're fl- you're falling out of the air. You didn't put on a seatbelt in that time, and you crash landed, hit your head, and it b- was a flaming crash because of an explosion. But n- nobody was burned, nobody was killed. How is that even okay? So there's still more. This guy really did his research and was like trying to figure this the fuck out. Where the plane landed is another odd matter. Where she has specified it, as she did to VH1 in 2008 and 2009, in an interview with Twin Cities radio station KDWB's show, Dave Ryan in the Morning, uh, she said that the plane landed in a cornfield in Iowa. But at its closest point, Iowa is about 200 miles away from St. Louis and well north of the straight shot from that from that city to Denver. So it doesn't it's not even like on the flight path. Um, The flight in total should have taken some two hours and 15 minutes in total. In the aforementioned KDWB interview, Abdul confused several dates. She said that the plane crash happened when she was 
on tour at the end of 93. And she said it was on her birthday. As we just mentioned a little bit before, the tour was in 92, not in 93. And Paula Abdul's birthday is June 19th. She also said that she was 27 at the time. But she would have been 31 at the end of 1993, not 27. Um, and then she said that she broke through her seatbelt during the crash, not that she wasn't wearing it. Dave Ryan in the morning provided the audio from that interview for Jezebel to post. Um, so you can check it out if you want to listen to it. But I'm pretty much just reading it anyways. Um, she says, I was knocked out unconscious. Uh, during, she recalled this during the Staten Island stop in her 2018 Straight Up Paula tour which incorporated the plane crash story in its narrative of Abdul's perseverance. She says, And when I came to, all seven of us were holding hands. Everyone was saying prayers, but all I could think about was, this isn't right, it's not my time to go. Then we crash-landed in flames in a cornfield. What? All right. What? That doesn't make sense. Why are you holding hands with everybody, but you busted through your seatbelt, but you also weren't wearing a seatbelt, but why weren't you wearing a seatbelt? Because if you had time to go around and hold hands with everybody on a seven-person plane, then, like, I I, I have so many questions. Um, okay, so they crash-landed in a cornfield, and she says she was knocked out again, only to wake up in a hospital where a microsurgeon told her she had crushed her entire cervical spine, which led to paralysis on her right side um she says then i disappeared for close to seven years she but, didn't disappear she was hiding well she wasn't hiding but she's like, well no she wasn't doing I, that. saying i disappeared she didn't even disappear like, that's the next part oh that God. part's not even true either she resumed her under my spell tour which according to wikipedia wrapped in august of that year she released another album in 1995 called head over heels which she promoted Sometimes with the kind of energetically choreographed performances that were her trademark. That album flopped, and then she disappeared for about seven years. So how she managed to go down in a flaming aircraft and get treated in a hospital without a single word leaking to the press is another mystery, albeit one Abdul has accounted for mysteriously. She says, that's something I quietly made go away. No paparazzi or tabloid stuff. She said this to VH1 in 2008. I took care of that. I didn't want people to feel sorry for me or to count me out. So and that's why are another, you mentioning it now? That's another issue for me because all of the plane, I mean, all of the plane crashes that we've covered with celebrities, the, you didn't have time to go to the hospital and do all this, that, and the other before people found out. They found out as soon as the plane went down and they were showing up. And stealing in your every belongings. Single, even in the middle of nowhere for the right. Leonard Skinner one in 1970, whatever the fuck, like people heard immediately. Right like bullshit okay she says back then we didn't have tabloids like we do yes, now you did. Oh, yeah. well, it was okay. in 1993 <laughs> or two who knows like i said they found out about the leonard skinner one immediately they found soul. out about the fucking buddy holly one immediately and yeah. patsy klein and those were in like the 50s and 60s so she says we didn't have tabloids like we do now uh, we didn't have the extent of paparazzi or the internet, so you were able to contain some information. No. During their 2006 interview, Larry King told her that he'd never heard of the plane crash, reasoning that it didn't get a lot of attention. She said, well, it did get some attention, but I didn't want to make a... I worked it out publicity-wise. Like, yeah, okay. Otter Still is the National Transportation Safety Board's accidents database, lists no record of a plane crash in Iowa at any time between Abdul's St. Louis and Denver area shows in 1992. There are only a handful of aircraft accidents, in fact, in the general vicinity 
during the time frame between June 1992 and June 22nd, 92. There's one in Mead, Kansas, one in Rocky Ford, Colorado, and um, in Brighton, Colorado, and Falcon, Colorado. None of them seem likely flyovers 30 to 40 minutes into such a trip. None of the descriptions in the accident reports match remotely match Abdul's story. A spokesperson in the NTSB's media relations department told me, as in the guy who wrote this article, that a scenario in which such a crash occurred but was not documented by the NTSB would seem unlikely, though it could be possible if it was never reported and if the wreckage was never found. Imagine Abdul and her crew just ditching that burned up plane. Like they would have to clean that mess up and it's in someone's fucking cornfield. Yeah. A spokesperson in the press office of the Federal Aviation Administration wrote to me that it's possible that such a crash would not have been investigated if it resulted in minor damage to the aircraft and minor injuries to those on board. Then it would be classified as an incident as opposed to an accident. She says she broke her cervical spine and the whole plane caught on fire. So both of that, it would have been, it should have been reported. Okay. He says, a search of the other NTSB reports in Kansas around the time of the supposed Abdul crash pulled up a seemingly minor sounding one from April 93, in which a pilot lost control of the plane during a landing roll, resulting in the collapse of landing gear and the right wing tip digging into the ground. No injury was reported. Abdul's rep did not respond to my request for clarification on the matter. Abdul has also cited car accidents in her long history as a dancer including her famous stint as a Laker girl, as contributing to her pain. Perhaps this supposed plane crash will remain mysterious, but like Abdul told the Hudson Union Society, it doesn't matter where what you go through, it's how you come out. And then there was an update on June 14th of 2019 that said a reader named Katie Souter dug up a Kansas City Star article that reviews a Paula Abdul Color Me Bad concert and says that it took place at the Sandstone Amphitheater, in Bonner Springs, Kansas, on June 20th, 92. This show would have taken place between Abdul's June 19th show in St. Louis and her June 22nd show outside of Denver and further convolutes her narrative. So I don't know. I don't think this thing happened. I think she's on drugs. So when I sent you about this, um, yeah, because I sent you a link. There was a girl on TikTok that I saw that was explaining the story. And then one of the comments that made me chuckle was somebody had said that she'd been in a lot of car accidents, mm-hmm. but like she wasn't wearing a seatbelt in a car accident. Yeah. And then she just thought she was in a plane because she was so high. <laughs> and that, yeah, I mean, it made me laugh. It's messed up, but it was but just like, if you don't know where you were. Wasn't there another plane crash around that time as well in like 92, 93? And I think you said something like she... Maybe got caught up in the press. Was it Celine Dion? She got caught up in the press and then kind of made herself believe that it happened to her. But she was actually in a car crash and is on a lot of drugs. It sounds to me like she had some sort of false memory imprinted. I was reading a little bit about that the other day and I kind of gave up because I got bored. In regards to this? Super wordy. No, just in general. Um, No, actually, I was looking into it for the Jerry Garcia episode. No, I, I remember now. I was looking up uh, uh, where Jerry's dad had died in the river and whether Jerry had actually seen it or not, or if oh, he just yeah. thought he saw it and just formed a memory oh, based yeah. around right. everybody else's accounts of it. Yeah, because he was a, part- a kid. Because mm-hmm. so he was, thinks he was there, and then the other people were like, no, he wasn't there. Right, and so I was kind of looking into the false memory, but it got like really wordy, and I was like, ugh. 
Yeah. I can't I'm going to pretend this never happened. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> I'm not going to diagnose anybody with... Um, I was Googling and I just saw that Reba... Reba McIntyre had a plane crash that killed her whole band. Oh, shit. Hmm. We should cover that. I didn't oh, even I'm realize so tired that was a of thing. plane crashes. Yeah. yeah let's, it's going to be the same thing. We'll but do like, it on season 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't find... What year was Reba's? 91. Okay. So maybe that was it. And if she was in a bunch of car accidents, like she probably suffered from whiplash or maybe some brain damage and she's i don't know she Definitely. seems like she's lost a few. It also I, said i'd she say like, memory loss and and just false memories it said she broke her back at one point and painkillers plus being like a laker girl like you're a cheerleader, you're putting your body through so much trauma every day yeah with any type of dance it's a lot on you but i don't know if y'all have ever been on painkillers that shit makes you loopy i mean at least me i think it was the wisdom teeth that i had painkillers for and i didn't know what the fuck was going on so i could imagine that you would be that loopy and make it up not necessarily like intentionally or whatever but just not really know what's going on be in a car and then think you were in a plane i mean she probably travels all the time and if she was a little bit fucked up and tired from a show Right. I mean, I can relate on the highest level of not knowing what day it is, mm-hmm. nor what I did three years ago. And yeah. like my recollection is not great. Like I'll just kind of generate like, oh, maybe it was like I was like 20. I don't know. All of that runs together. It tends to. You forget a lot of shit from your youth yeah. up to, you know, being an adult. But I mean, I can understand that. But like making up or like having this narrative that doesn't match anything else scientifically or like any other evidence that yeah. happening is a little iffy for me but yeah the fire the plane being on fire thing is is the deal breaker yeah the holding mm. hands thing is kind of culty to me but <laughs> and like landing in a cornfield like who summoned you down paula what are you talking about children of the corn oh okay <laughs> it's fine it doesn't matter <laughs> the uh it's it's the flames thing that i can't I can't get, especially with the plane crash episodes that we've done so far, and the most recent one being the Aaliyah one. I mean, they were, uh, what was it, like 70 feet off of the ground, and it was a fiery crash, and fucking everybody died. So please tell me how, if she was knocked the fuck out on impact. No, she came too, and then they were praying. And then she said she was knocked out again, and she woke up in the hospital. So like, if you were knocked out, who the fuck pulled you and everybody out of this burning plane wreckage without burning in the themselves. middle of a cornfield it was the in children Iowa, too. of yeah. the corn oh, there you go that's the explanation the children oh did it <laughs> okay okay well that honestly that all makes sense now they're not flammable are they corn corn children no, just pop <laughs> <laughs> no i don't remember the last time i was on painkillers that was uh maybe within the last decade and max says that i was i've I feel like I f- was fine, but Max says like I was definitely high as fuck. What? So, what did you do? I don't remember Why what it was. Why would you need them? I, I honestly Pain. don't remember. Did you hurt your back? No. Did you hurt your leg? No. Look, there are only so many options here of why you would need painkillers. Was it dental? It may have been dental. Okay. I might have gotten a filling or something. But even then, I don't think they're getting. Yeah, you're not getting painkillers for that. Maybe a root canal or something. No, I didn't have anything like. I I really don't remember what it was. I just I remember being on them and I I I thought I was being normal and she's like, no, you were high. I was like, okay, (laughs) cool. I just I I really don't remember what it was. You know, you're probably the same when you smoke weed too. You're like, I'm not high. I don't get high, but you're actually high as balls. Don't remember 
smoking weed. So yeah, it's high it's as balls. He was high. high. Yeah, <laughs> Are you high right now? I, I tried it like once or twice, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like anything. And I gave up that I've gotten <laughs> that's been like more than just you know a huge dosage of ibuprofen. I don't know, probably, but then I was like, Benadryl makes me loopy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I could handle like a full painkiller. You'd have to like chop it in thirds or something. Probably die. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't do drugs. Right. They're bad for you. They will change your personality. Um, And, you know, I guess make sure that you guys, oh, tune in because next week we are, or this week on Wednesday, we are releasing Peter Steele and... It's a real sexy story, especially for you goth babes out there. You're all going to get big gothic boners. So we'll talk to you then. See you on Wednesday. <laughs> trying, to, trying to picture that. <laughs> what do those look Aww, like? Jake's thinking big about gothic boners. Thinking about boners. They're yes. studded. And they oh, have, you know, right. those. Oh, uh, Prince yeah. Alberts. You know those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Alberts and, you know, those straps <laughs> that are on all the goth kids pants it's like the playing cards oh, the we bi- had. you're talking the busy pants from uh, hot topic yeah is yeah, that what they're called busy. busy pants yeah i thought they were called trip pants sure oh okay busy pants that sounds busy trip i like busy pants more. <laughs> that, that sounds, sounds fun like... well they got all the buckles and you just put them on and then and... you get busy that's what a big goth boner looks like oh all right so um yes we are accepting drawings of your big goth boner <laughs> interpretations uh, send them to us at deathbypodcasteam at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe for our Patreon, too, because I think at this point we're going to have um, uh, Mia Zapata coming out very soon if it's not already out. So that's four episodes on Patreon that you need to check out. Okay. Rest in peace. Bye. Later. Music by Demons, at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.